This is Blake 7 in Character, the podcast that travels at Standard by 5 to seek out elements from the classic TV show. We'll be taking a look at the one-off characters, and occasionally the not-so-one-offs. Who they are, what we think, the actor's backstory, and anything else that occurs to us as we waffle away. So, stand by to teleport, for this is going to be spoiler-heavy, so it's advisable that you watch the story first. Hello, Ian. Hello, Eric. Hello, hello. Um... Before you sat down to watch this story uh, yes. for today's episode, what what were your abiding memories of this story? Um, th- this was one that I remembered as being a bit pants, uh, as being like the budget not only has run out, they end up owing money on it. Um, it was it was a strange one because I, I it's not one that's ever been in my list of favourites. It's not one that. I would really voluntary watch. I remember watching it in when I watched them in order and getting to it and thinking, this is this is a bit nonsense. But this time was was sort of different because I was Anne decided to watch this one with me. Um, so watching 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 something like this that you're sort of familiar with through someone else's eyes is very instructive, and my I think my thoughts have changed on it. Hmm. Because I, I always remember not liking this one at all, okay? Yeah. Uh, because, um, you know, it, it was between Volcano. Volcano was just yeah. before this. And straight after this, it was Harvest of Kairos. And uh, and I can remember it was just bringing me down because I thought the show was going in a, a direction it, I, I didn't want it to go into. Yes. it. Um, you, could, you could pick this script up and you could put it in Lost in Space. Mm-hmm sort of season two season three and it you wouldn't probably wouldn't have to change anything other than the people's names mm. um you can imagine the the jupiter two being yep. kidnapped into the black hole appearing on a garbage bag planet with people dressed up as in top hats that it fits entirely with lost in space um i think the the production hello yeah, I'm you, still you, here. Oh right, you you, you went silent there. For yeah, so did you. Oh, internet problems. Mm-hmm. Alarm bells oh, going off. It's the um, fan. It's the fan. Um, yeah, so the the production on this does let it down. The money the, the money's run out. Like you say, the the thing that annoys me. While I'm happy for Gambit for people to wear outlandish costumes because they were costumes in this, where the hell is the the guy in the top hat? Where has he got all that from? Mm. Mm. It's silly. It's the the, it is, the the look of it is silly. Yeah. Now watching it now, it mm. is the production that lets it down yes. because the yeah. actual notion of it that you know the liberator like, yeah. goes through a black hole, ends up in a cavern. The crew actually go outside the liberator. The crew are physically outside next to the hole of the liberator. Yeah. You know, you've got this god. You know, and everything else that goes on with it. The notion is great, and when I used to listen to this, I didn't mind listening to it because yeah. I can't see it. But yes, yeah, it, yeah the money has run out, and yeah, oh the, boy, some of the choices that they've made. Yes, the, some of the choices are wrong. The, the there's not enough money to do it justice. There's not enough money to do it. I mean, it it's it screams that they're trying to save money on it. Um, but overall, yeah, the on paper it, it really it, it works. And we got to the end of it and I sort of turned to Anne. She had made a few comments and I says, Well, what did you think of that one? And she says, Oh, I thought that was a very um middle of the road, it was a good story, shows it looked a bit cheap. 
but she quite enjoyed it. She thought the story hung together, and thinking on it, you think, yeah, actually, the the story's quite good. What it does miss, though, is there's not many sort of Blake Seven lines in it. No, it, it you like I say you could you could swap the character names out. And you wouldn't know who's saying which line. It's not normally you can say that's an Avon line. I know it. Yeah, that's the thing. And you can't in this because it's everyone speaks with sort of the same voice. There's no characterization. Maybe it was Chris Boucher's yeah. week off, well, and could uh, be. Could he, well be. he didn't tweak it because this is by James Follett, isn't it? Yes, who, who wrote I it? Didn't, didn't recognise the name. No, no. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, they are all interchangeable. There's no um, characteristic line no. from from any of them to the point where. I, I quite enjoyed Taron in this. I thought, oh, he's he's not he's not an idiot in this. He's not, you know, he's sort of being sensible. And then you think, but that's not Taron. Uh, there's there nothing, is, there's yeah. a reason why you 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 say that. But we will talk yeah. about that when we get to yeah. it. Okay. All right. Well, let's go. Let's go then. And yes. um, yeah, um, right from the get go, yeah, the, the money the, has run yeah, out. Yeah, the, the first shot sums it up because it's blurry. It's out of focus. It's blurry, out of focus, yeah. and it's the smaller Liberator. Yeah, uh, bit, detailed. Bit, yeah. yeah, the one that they flew on wires. And boy, doesn't that look like it's flying on wires? It's, it's not. It's not a shot you oh, would want to start off. your. Sorry, my cat's trying to get in my helmet. Go away. <laughs> she would as well. Yeah. You're, 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 you're a cat guy. You put a box down, you put anything oh, down, the cat will get anything, in it. Anything and the cat wants to go in it. Well, I didn't think about that. Now, She'll, yeah. She's so fat, she would break my helmet. Um, there, there's a line you didn't think you'd yes. hear today. <laughs> Perhaps that should be the episode title. <laughs> oh, no, we get the it wrong would, sort of audience. Yes. But you would get a lot of, if you put it on YouTube, you'd get a lot of clickbait. On it, you would you? get a lot. Oh, blimey. Yeah. So, yeah, money's run out on the first establishing shot yes. of the Liberator. There it goes, weeing through space. Wee! Yeah, on, on its yes. little wires. You, yes. you, you, you feel that if the if the shot would have held for another couple of seconds, it would have swung back into view. Yeah. It's on, on, a, strings, on a swing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but but it gets even worse as, uh, oh. because then we go inside and we've got the crew playing Space Monopoly. Yeah, Spaceopoly. This is awful. Well, that's not fair. I'm 20,000 credits down. Come on, Villa, pay up. Why don't I ever win? Being a born loser may have something to do with it. And <laughs> a bad one at that. Rule 10. A player may miss two turns while on a penal colony planet. On his third turn, he must pay a 10,000 credit fine and leave the colony. Now's your chance to come out fighting, Villa. Oh, sure. On a miserable little space shuttle while he's got an entire battle fleet waiting for me. One cruiser, if you check. I didn't consider you worth a battle fleet. Even if I got past it, where could I go? Come and stay at my hotel in Space City, Villa. Only 5,000 credits per night, with all your favourite extras thrown in. I might as well give up. Don't you always? What's the matter, Tarrant? I'm getting a zero-zero-five course deflection. What about the game? What was the deviation the first time? Very little, zero-zero-two. Even a course deflection of zero-zero-one is significant if it hasn't been programmed by the navigation computers, which it hasn't. I don't know who owns the rights to Monopoly. I don't know if it's Worthington's or whatever, but they should have sued for that. Yeah, it's... Um, they, they could have done it. It would have been better if they'd have been playing a game like Risk or something like that. 3D chess or yeah, something. Yeah, or something. But it's so so obviously they've got a Monopoly board and, you know, copied that and they're doing it. And it's like, what were they, what were they thinking of here? So so religion didn't 
survived the the but history monopoly didn't... <laughs> yeah monopoly survived because even if it didn't look like a monopoly board the the dialogue yeah. they are clearly playing monopoly oh you know why don't you go here you can go and stay at space city and there are only so many credits it's yeah. monopoly yeah for you're, you're, sake. you're going to jail and you need to you know pay a fine yeah it's, it's monopoly it's, it's no... monopoly with spaceships yeah. isn't it because you know avon says to villa about you know i, I didn't think you warranted a full yeah, uh, you, you know, fleet yeah, against fleet. you. You, you know, um, did you notice that uh, the red corner squares? One of them, it looks an awful lot like um, Serverland's turd ship. No, I didn't notice that. I'll have to go back. And yeah, go back and have, have a look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, the, the closest one to the camera looks an awful lot like the yeah. turd ship. Do you remember um, uh, Moon Zero Two when yes. they were playing Moonopoly? Yes, <laughs> it reminded, but at least that was the joke. You know, that was the joke. This is done in all seriousness. You know, they're not even making a joke. It's like, oh dear. It's it's very odd to see, yeah. you know, Avon playing a board game. Yeah. It's even odder to know to know that Orac is playing it as well. Yeah, and Orac's getting really into it. He is. Yeah. I mean mm. he's got Peter Tudnam does some really weird line readings mm. for Orac. It's so this episode is so so weird. You know, it, it's one of those where at the end of it, if they'd have had Avon wake up in bed and go, oh, that was a weird dream. I ate too much cheese. You'd mm. go, yeah, okay, <laughs> I'll buy that. Yeah, Peter Tuttenham's delivery, it, yeah, it's as it's if Aurex being controlled, but he's yeah. not. In the end, he's not being controlled. No, he's not being controlled. Well, Anne, Anne even mentioned it. She goes, that's not the same actor, is it? I said, yeah, it's Peter Tuttenham. But, but he's doing something is, odd. Yeah, there's something strange going on. Yeah. Tarrant's not playing it because um, he, he's, he's at the controls, isn't he? He's more yes. concerned with a course drift. Yeah. That the ship's experiencing. Um, and as you say, Aurac's more concerned with the game than the course drift. Um, yeah. Because it's they... like, what about the game, goes Aurac. Yeah, in a, in a really weird, uh, uh, really weird voice. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and when it comes to light that there is a course drift, um, Tarrant is clearly in command again. This is Captain yes, Tarrant. Yes, this is Captain Tarrant. Yeah, yeah. and there's the yeah, as I say, there's three. a reason for it, but uh, we'll save that for behind yeah. the scenes. All right. And Tarrant's wearing what a new romantic pirate shirt, isn't he? He is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Pi- is a, it... a pirate Robin Hood look. Would, he's got. Yeah. Going. Were the new, were the new romantics had they hit by this time in what was this eight nineteen eighty? It was eighty, wasn't it? Yes, it, it was a little bit early. So it, he, it is a little. Bit... He's a trendsetter. You mean Tarrant's responsible for Spandau Ballet? Yeah. Well, you know, gold. We, ha- yeah. we have him to thank for Duran Duran. Well, yeah, that's more likely. Yeah, because I can see Avon inspiring, like, you know, Gary Newman. Yeah, yeah, Avon and Gary Newman, or a bit of heavy metal or something like that, mm, mm. you know. Um, but, yeah, I think Tarrant, Tarrant inspired silly. the entire new romantic... Yeah, the, yeah, the silly, the, the, yeah, the silly the term, genre. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, might, he might be responsible for Adamant, you never know. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Um, Zen says there's nothing wrong with the ship. Yeah. Um, and Orak is agreeing and, and says that the ship is behaving normally. I have already made perfectly clear that the ship is behaving normally. It is obeying Newton's first law of motion and will continue to obey it. Further discussion of the subject is now closed. Newton's first law states that a moving body will continue to move in a straight line and at a constant speed. There's more. A moving body will continue to move in a straight line and at a constant speed unless it is acted upon by an outside force. Someone or something has got a traction beam on us. Um, and that it's obeying Newton's first law, law of motion. So so they still have Newton in, in yeah, the second yeah. calendar. He's they not, know about been, Newton. He's That's... not been supplanted. Even though most a lot of his um, 
uh, Newtonian laws have been supplanted even now, mm. but we're still going with them. You know, maybe they're, maybe they're they go back to Newton. Maybe yeah. you know all the all the laws we've got now so, are then found out to be false, and we go back to Newton. Yeah, or so it's a monopoly survived, but a, a physics handbook <laughs> didn't. Um, yeah, it's also they um, Dana calls it the Aurac computer. Yes, again. she does. Yeah. This is so weird. Occasionally this pops in and you think, why is no one... This is why I think Chris yeah. Boucher's not there. Because yeah. he, he would yeah. have snipped that, wouldn't he? Yeah, the Aurac computer. Yeah. But they realise they're being drawn off course by something, but there's no ships or anything unusual to be seen. No, they um, do a telemetric band sweep. Yeah, and, and, and it seems that they were on their way to Auron. Yes, uh, yeah, so this is... Well, this isn't, th- isn't this, this isn't chil- children about right? no 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 the next one after this is Harvest harvest of kairos didn't you say though that season three was a lot oh they changed the orders around order, didn't yeah. they oh. so i reckon this was going to be just before ah okay actually that would have that would have been better at the end of uh just to top the children of Alron ending where they're mm. laughing is have them settle settle back to have another game of space monopoly Oh, that's why they're laughing. That that makes sense. Um, Yeah, I mean, James Follett, I don't know. He hasn't got a good handle on on the people or the concepts because Tarrant and Dana suspect that the Aurons might be influencing. Yeah. You know, yeah, what? Yeah, it makes no sense. This is, um, yeah, you're right. A lot of season three is like this, isn't it? Where you're you're watching it and going, have these people ever seen the programme? You know, even season four has a better grasp of the characters than season three does. It's, I think that's why I don't like season three. It's so patchy. It is. You know, it's, if you watch one episode, you go, oh, okay. But you watch any number of episodes, or especially episodes in order, and it's like, what the hell is going it's on? It's very up and down, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that, that, that also they're in Sector 12, um, yeah. an area ships don't come back from. Um, they yes, go in, but they is, don't come back. Yeah, this is the Bermuda Triangle of Space, isn't it? Yeah, because I think also Sector 12 is where Ultra World is, yeah. which we haven't discussed yet, but that's in Sector 12 well. As they well. say it's it's in the spiral arm of Sector 12 on the edge of the galaxy, mm. which doesn't really make a lot of sense. But yeah, that was needless, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's just throwing in space jargon again. Yeah. It also, it, it amused me that they do, they say, are there any ships around? And they do a sweep, and then he goes, let's do a maximum sweep or whatever. And it's to 10 million spatials. Mm. So if they can if they can scan to 10 million spatials, how are they ever surprised yeah, by the Federation any, pursuit ships? Sneaking up on them. Yeah. 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 Oh, they'll get around it. They'll say it's a heavy drain on the energy banks or yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah, you can't keep they? it going. Yeah. Yeah, but Avon says they shouldn't do anything. You, just let yeah. us go with it, and we can compute where they're going from that. And that's when they find out that they're in a curve, it's gravity, and that basically they're falling towards yes. something. Um, and then they realise it's a black hole. Um, yeah, which they, they then show as a black hole. Yes. <laughs> just a perfect circle of blackness. Again, not really understood what a black hole is, but we can forgive them that, because everything it, had black holes at the time, didn't yeah. it? It's an odd line from Villa where he goes, a black yeah. hole, my God. It's not very yeah. often we hear God. Yeah, I actually wrote that down. Seven. It's like that That would have been kicked out as well, I think, mm. if, if they'd have... Uh, he would have just gone, oh, no, or something yeah. like yeah. that, wouldn't he? You know. Yeah, yeah. And Orac refutes that he lied. Um, yeah. The ship is behaving he's, normally. Yeah, um, he's funny, but he's a git. Isn't he? Yes, he is. Um, yeah. and, and we've said before, Orac has got a sense of self-preservation, but yeah. but his uh, inquiring uh, nature means he's interested in this black hole. 
because he's, he's got an absence of X-ray, so he wants them yeah. to go near it. Why did Orak lie when he said the Liberator was behaving normally? I did not lie. Considering the proximity of that fascinating black hole, the ship was and is behaving normally. Orak, what is so fascinating about this particular black hole? All black holes are fascinating. Their gravitational pull is so massive that not even light can escape from them. A cubic inch of black hole matter can weigh a million tons. We know all that, and so do you. So why this particular black hole? The absence of X-ray emissions. Normally colliding particles in the vicinity of a black hole emit X-rays. So you decided you would like a closer look. The absence of X-rays highlighted a gap in my knowledge of the universe which cannot be tolerated. So, without telling us, you reprogram the navigation computers. I have noticed that the occupants of this spacecraft have a lamentable lack of interest in the more fascinating aspects of the universe. You must excuse me, I have many observations to make. Why don't we switch him off and put ourselves out of our misery? Normally, he values himself above knowledge, doesn't mm. he? It was weird that he would risk destroying himself to get information, because he can work out and logical enough to know that in that case, he wouldn't have any information because he'd mm. be dead. It, again, a bit, a bit yeah, well, weirdly written. Yeah, that knowledge is no good if, no, if you're then none destroyed. Whatsoever. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, in they go, and yeah. and we've got this uh, trippy mirror effect. Yeah, Mirrorlon. Yay. Yeah, Mirrorlon. He's old fullback, and Paul Darrow does his is terrible overacting. I'm in pain. Mm. face which yeah. is quite amusing that Mirrolon I mean you know it, it was quite good they did that on uh, City of Death didn't they when the yes. Scaroth ship uh, blows up yeah. at the beginning but but... it used to be a staple like the Ice Warrior guns were using it and it was just basically it was a, a, a very reflective but slightly out of focus uh, reflection on the silver material that they could poke, poke. from behind <laughs> yeah who needs CGI when you've got a bit of Mirrolon yeah. and a finger yeah. yeah, and it and and you watching it now, you might think, oh, they it was some sort of electronic thing. No, they would just add a big frame of reflective material on the edge of the set, and a mm. camera pointed at it. Yeah, yeah. And some bored stagehand just kicking poking it from it. behind. Yeah, poking <laughs> it. Um, um, while this is happening, while we're getting all these Mirrolon effects, um, Avon is crawling towards a spacesuit. Yeah, why ju- why is there a spacesuit on the flight deck? That's what I was going to ask. What's yeah. that doing there? Nice spacesuits in this, but yeah. yeah, why why is that just sat there? Mm. Had he been repairing it? Mm. Was he was he down in his spacesuit and he left it there and thought, oh, that's handy. What was he hoping that would happen as well? That was my next question. Yeah. They're just about they're going down the plug hole, and yeah. he says there's a faint chance for one of us to do what? Yeah, why why is the spacesuit going to? survive better than the being inside the liberator liberator. yeah silly silly stuff yeah but they go down the plug out they come out the other side and uh tarrant says one day avon i may have to kill you Uh, to which avon uh, smiles and just says it has been tried yeah um and he goes across to villa and i like i like that that's an okay line um where villa says i'm in hell and it's full of avons when we get that fly eye yeah. effect of uh all the paul darrows that's an okay line yeah that's that's one of the few in this um but again look tarrant he says the, the which has become a famous line yeah one day even i may have to kill you but why why is he saying that in this situation, I mean, all Avon's done is tried to save, save himself. himself. It's not that he saved himself at the risk of anyone else. No, he was just going to jump so why, out the airlock yeah, or something. Yeah, why is Tarrant so annoyed? And, and, and it, again, sort of doesn't really make any sense. There's another, uh, again, wait for behind the scenes. Oh, right. Okay. Um, Orak has taken control of Zen, 
uh, and the ship. Um, yeah. Callie's unconscious, and uh, they all go off uh, to take her to medical, and Villa has a quick swig of what looks like soy sauce, I thought. Yeah, um, and judging by the face he pulls, it, I don't think it's probably was. good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they put Callie in one of those uh, things you get in greenhouses, a like cloth, a grow yeah. bag thing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, Anne said that. She goes, she goes is, is, she, is that a greenhouse thing? I was like, yeah. It is. The money has gone, yeah. hasn't it? They've so gone out. Run out yeah. They've gone out to the Blue Peter Garden and brought yeah. that in, I reckon. Mm. Yeah, they've they've just seemed to... I think they've just grabbed whatever's there, isn't it? Yeah. And we hear our guest character Yay. at this point because the Tharn is talking to her. Yeah. Uh, he has got a good voice. He's got a great voice, but yeah. boy, he gets on my wick. He's so... Oh, Oh, poor me. He keeps talking yeah. about rhymes and childhood tales and that they're going to rule the universe together because he's so alone and Yeah, and Anne thought he sounded a bit rapey. Yeah, she, yeah. She had, again, a classic line, a, a line that would go on a T-shirt. She said, that sounds a bit rapey. <laughs> Should wear that at maximum power. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Avon's realised that they've gone through the black hole and come out the other side and they're not in yeah. space. No, um, they're in an antimatter universe. Yes, yeah, space has ceased to exist, and uh, we get the usual Tarrant nonsense. Um, we, they don't know where they are, so let's yeah. shoot at it. That's yes. that, that's totally yeah. Tarrant, isn't it? Yeah, it's very Tarrant. It's, um, I mean, it's quite quite a nice sort of trying to sum up. I mean, it doesn't really make sense because it, it's it's the sort of thing you do where you're in a you're in a universe because Star Trek did the same thing in I think where silence has least or one of those weirdly titled next gen episodes um, where they're in space. So they shoot out a probe and then they find something coming up behind them and it's their probe and it's space is mm. like looped. And that that's sort of a clever and a, a classic sci-fi idea. But then it's totally negated because later on they say they're actually in a cave. Mm. So what? that makes no sense. No, no. Oh dear. It's at that point that uh, Callie comes back in. Well, I feel perfectly all right now. What's happened? You were delirious. I can hardly believe that. You were raving about Tharn or something. Why would I talk about a mythical creature from children's stories? When you tell us. Well, it seems absurd. The Tharn is as mythical to me as dragons and unicorns are to the people of Earth. Yes. And, and she's told that, you know, she's been talking in a coma about the Tharn and she says, why yeah. should I talk about, you know, this childhood tale? And and she says uh, the Tharn is as mythical to her as dragons are, and unicorns are on Earth. So dragons and unicorns and mo- Monopoly still yeah. exist on Earth. Oh, dear. Yeah, they they found some, some teenage girl's bedroom, haven't they? That sort of... They were archaeological dig. Mm. They found an old copy of Monopoly, yeah. a unicorn doll, <laughs> and a home perm kit. And they oh, gone, yes. oh, right, that's... Yeah. Avon wants to examine outside. He, he reckons some, yes. somebody should go outside in a spacesuit. And, yes. and Villa says the ship's been so long without a service, the hatch will be space welded shut. Yes, there's one for the list. Space world is... More important than worrying about creatures that do not exist is worrying about our present situation, which most certainly does. And what do you suggest we do? Examine the outside. If you want to teleport into oblivion, you just go right ahead. The outer teleport transducers were damaged when the force wall collapsed. Someone is going to have to go out through the inspection hatch in a spacesuit and replace them. The time we've been in space with our refit, that, that hatch will be space welded shut. Anyway, who would risk it? Someone who has a talent for opening locked doors. And has demonstrated a grasp of the problems involved. 
Oh, no. Not me. Not a spacesuit. Well, it wasn't my idea. Well, one of you can go outside. I never did trust those things. Nothing, absolutely nothing in the whole galaxy can or will persuade me to wear one. Not a chance. I'm now in the inspection compartment. He's acting as if that's something they've seen before, used before, are familiar with. How would he know? Mm. I mean, it's been so long since the ship's been serviced. But it's a self-repairing Repairing ship. ship. Again, James Follett, he hasn't, yeah. he hasn't got a He's good not grasp. It, has he? No, 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 no. Uh, I like the way Villa's quite slow on the uptake about, you know, uh, that the others want him to do it. Yes. Um, and he's like, yeah. oh, no, no, definitely not. And the next cup we've got, he's actually in yeah, the spacesuit. It's that sort of classic cliche, isn't it, where a character says they're definitely not going to do something. And then, then you, you cut immediately to him. Cut to but he's very good. It, yeah. He's in that spacesuit. Yeah. And uh, I am now in the inspection compartment. What yeah. a crap load of controls are on that wall. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. This is the awful. Liberator, and you've got something that looks like it's from like a 1920s ship's boiler room or something. Again, there's just no money to do this, is no. there? No. It's just horrible clunky control panels that they've yeah. got out of storage oh dear um so next we switch to film as villa yes dang- go into a car park somewhere yeah it dangles out of the hatch and then falls not far i think what's happened here is the money's run out and the script says villa is outside the liberator you know standing next to the liberator i reckon they went to the special effects team and said we've got to have a shot of the liberator in a cave and they and they like you know burst out laughing or start to cry and so they went to the production designer and said you've got to simulate the outside of the liberator in this cavern and yeah they've They've either gone to a car park or something. They put black drapes up. They've got what yep. looks like bin liners on the floor. On the floor, yeah. And you've got some shiny bits of metal, which is supposed to be part of the Liberator that he's standing yeah. next to. Yeah. What is? What is? Because it's like it's like triangular landing leg sort mm. of things. What are they on the Liberator? Where have we ever seen them? No. Just sticking out. You and I have built Liberator models. Yes. If, yeah. if, if 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 when it's on your shelf, it's on its weapon pods. It's two lower weapon yep. pods, isn't it? Yes, there's no, there's nowhere on that ship, on the models where this could live and stick out and be low enough, mm. you know. Like you say, unless it's on the bottom of that weapons rod, but they're not there. Yeah, and they're flat, so there wouldn't be a yeah. hatch just above it. We've said yeah. before, we, we, what, what episode was it where we deduced that the uh, the the living areas is round about where the red wedges are. Yeah. So yeah. he would have fallen out of a hatch. In that thing, thing, he wouldn't have dropped like six feet like he does here. No, it's it again. It's, It'd be more like six hundred feet. Silly. Mm. No budget. It, that's what it is. Yeah. Well, you can imagine, like you say, I'd have loved to have been on the the script meeting where they, you know, round the table, they're they're describing the scene to the special effects guys. Like, well, it's in a vast cave and it's dark and mysterious and it's an antimatter universe. And the special effects guys goes, well. We can give you a ladder in a car park. Oh, yeah, I don't do. Because at the end, that's what it is. It's hilarious yes. that they, they get back into the Liberator via a ladder. Yep. <sighs> Couldn't they got a boarding tube or something? Some, something. Some, a some, ramp. A, oh, ra- a ramp You couldn't would afford be fine. a ramp. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Um, it's Villa who reckons that they're inside some sort of like underground cavern. Yeah. Um, and Callie's still getting the thorn pleading with her. 
Um, and, and, and Villa is walking around and he finds debris of broken up spaceships. Do you know the yeah. famous bit of debris here? Do you know which bit of no, debris? No, I don't. I don't know what it's off of. No. Yeah, it's it's quite famous. When Villa is, is poking around all that stuff, when he first yeah. gets it, on the far right, you have to go back and check this, on the far right yeah. is IG-88's head oh, right. from Star Wars. Was he, was he a water heater or something? No, it, it was something from a jet engine, a Rolls-Royce oh, jet right. engine or something. Yeah, that conical shape that became yeah. the bounty, I should say, the bounty hunter IG-88 in Empire Strikes Back. He's yeah. got a conical, almost like a missile-shaped head, yeah. hasn't he? And in Star Wars, Roger Christian used that for IG-88. Also in the Mos Eisley Cantina, there's yes, a row of them. They're drink dispensers yeah. behind the bar. Um, and here it is. Here's a connection between Star Wars and Blake yeah. 7. IG-88. They went, they went to the same scrapyard. Yeah, IG-88 spaceship went into the same black hole and ended up yeah. with the Tharn. There you go. Perfect. I hate his torch, can I just say. Um, it, it's not very liberator-like, his torch. No. That, 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 that's something from, you know, um, Halfords or something. Yeah, especially because we've seen Liberator torches before. Well, we saw a torch that yeah. wasn't very uh, wasn't from the Liberator that looked like it was yeah. the one Cali had in that mission yeah. to Destiny. You know that bulbous, yeah, bulb that would have thing. been much better. Where 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 is that? Isn't that still in storage? Couldn't they have dug that out? Yeah. Hmm. hmm. Yeah. No. Just like you say, just use a. a... A Radio Shack or Tandy one. Yeah. Um, as he's collecting samples to uh, bring back, something comes to get him. Um, he says they're beautiful lights. And I think they should have left it at that, you yeah. know, because, I mean, it's a close encounters thing, isn't it? You you don't have to see the UFO to know it's a UFO. You just have a loads of blinking lights. Yeah. Im- imagination is better. Mm. Mm. Callie tells him to run, um, and he trips over and loses one of his air pipes. Yeah, um, which is there's no there's no bracket or anything on it. It just pokes into a hole in the helmet. Yeah, and also when he falls over, we've said this yeah. before. When when yeah, Gareth no Thomas seal, was yeah. there's no seal. You know, yeah. <laughs> what is that for? Um, yeah. And on the Liberator, they see something um, smash uh, the the cameras. And talking about smash, it looks a bit like the old smash robots from the um, yeah. smash adverts. Yeah, or it remind me of like Rojors. Yeah, or Rojors. Yeah. AD, yeah, yeah. I think it's quite a nice moment when they think Villa's dead. Yeah, because they really do, don't they? Yeah, they they think he's dead, and somebody's yeah, got to go out and get the body. A, a star orbit burial. Yeah, I, I was expecting them to say a space burial. Yeah, but no, a star orbit burial. Yes, because in reality, Avon and probably Town as well just left his body there. Mm, the monkeys. Mm, mm. No, I think they would have. If he was dead, they would have done what they did with Kane in Alien. They would have ejected yeah. him um, out. Yeah, but he's not, of course, is he? You, you know, the cavern's got air. Um, when yeah. Tarrant finds that out when he goes out to get him, I don't know what Villa's doing. He's just playing a little joke, is he? Uh, waiting well, I for someone to come so, get yeah. him. He wants someone else to risk their life to go out and get him. Yeah, perhaps he was waiting to see who would come out and get him, and then he knows who likes him. Oh yeah, but it was Tarrant. I know. Well, we 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 said with their, by season four they're possibly sleeping together. So. Yeah, this is oh, oh, this yeah. could be the start this of the could bromance. Be the start of it, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the items are brought back in, and they've got all the Herculaneum. Yes, removed. yeah, that was quite a nice. Uh, and I well, actually, I say a throwback, but if we had 
Harvest to Covers is next. Isn't yes, it? yes, it hasn't so, happened yet. Yeah, so this no. is the first one. Yes. Oh, this naming of things after the, because it's the strongest material in the galaxy. Yeah, therefore, it must be yeah. named something mighty and strong. Yeah. Mm, I don't it's know. as bad as um, unobtainium. Unobtainium. In, yes. Uh, yeah. That's more like an avatar. Yeah. yeah. Um, apparently, the Liberator's outer skin is made from it. Yeah, I um I actually wrote in my notes where they say Herculaneum, strongest, uh, what did they call it? Strongest something metal in the universe. And I've just put childish. Mm. And it is that sort of goodies mm. type idea, isn't it? That yeah. there's there's going to be the you know the universe's strongest thing. Orax mm. <coughs> says they're dealing with a highly advanced technology. And uh, the first we ever see of that is represented by the tank from Dr. No. Yeah, really, absolutely weird. And the whole direction in this scene is so bizarre. Everything on film in these yeah. outside the Liberator yeah. scenes is Rubbish. really odd. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, this tank, we first learn uh, from Avon, that uh, it's designed to scare primitive people. But why are primitive people going to be there in space? Why are they in space? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it is, isn't it? It is the tank from Doctor No. Absolutely. It is. Yeah. 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 Uh, there was a yeah. There's a little. There was a little toy one, wasn't there, in the sixties mm. by um, a company that did little plastic figures, terrible, terrible, terrible quality ones, and they did a tank, and it looks just like this. Yeah. Yeah. Again, why didn't they sue? Um, yeah. Yep, it, it, it's glossed over because it's never mentioned. You just got a brief scene of Villa with it, but that's a portable neutron blaster. Yeah, that that could have been a nice thing. Cause it's a bit like you know Forbidden Planet where they they take the big weapons out and it has to be outside. And they could have done a nice little sequence like that. They didn't have time, I suppose. No. But it's yeah, just suddenly there with no explanation no, on a tripod. On a tripod, yeah. Yeah, and and it gets blasted by a really crap video effect. Oh, awful! That's going that's, on the list. Yeah, that's got to go on the list. Yeah, and then as bad as that is, we've then got this terrible chase where all the crew are running around as the camera the, is yeah, following. The direction is weird, isn't it? Do you know what that reminded me of? Where you've got the camera's POV and they're like trying to run left, right, and, and mm-hmm. get away. You always had scenes like this in the monkeys. The TV yeah, show, you're the right, actually, yeah, when they would they would cut to a, a musical number and they would be being chased by the villain around a beach or something. Yeah, yeah, you're and right. And they'd be doing that silly little yeah. body swerve thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's at this point that the caliph appears. Oh God. Yes, and it is a case of oh dear, the yeah. money has gone. What the heck are they thinking? Welcome to Crandor, my friends. An artificial planet, which is the palace of the Lord Than. Master of the universe. I am the Caliph of Crandor. Amongst other things, it is my duty, as the Lord Tharn's chief executive, to negotiate a purchase price for your ship. <laughs> we um, usually use this for rounding up runaway slaves. Oh, quite inappropriate in this instance, but it was nearest to the time. I do hope you understand. We don't understand anything. But of course. Of course, my friends. You will come with me, and all will be made clear. Yeah, and said, why is he dressed like that? And I just went, I don't know. I don't know. It's just such a cheap outfit. They've gone to the dressing up box. Yep. They uh, they must have been making I don't know some Charles uh, Dickens adaptation yeah, at the that's time. What it looks like it is. I mean, when we see Goff later, these are Dickensian characters, aren't they? Yeah. 
on yeah, a planet yeah, that's yeah. never been to Earth or has any connection with Earth. Yeah, yeah, he's wearing he's wearing a Dickensian like money counters croupier's visor. Mm. Is it why? What? I mean, so they that survived as well in his Monopoly. <laughs> I've just thought of an explanation actually. It was crappily written. The Tharn, yeah. right? If the Tharn is yeah. real, you, you know, and it's got yeah. faster than light travel and everything, maybe he did visit Earth during, you know, um, mid-Victorian times and was a fan of Charles Dickens's work. I would explain why he uses pencils, I suppose. Yeah, graphite writing sticks, actually. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It, Sorry, Talon. Well, I'll have to go back and look. Maybe behind the mm. Tharn's little green chair, he's got a bookcase yeah. of Dick- Dickens. Dickens, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Well, we learn yeah. from this caliph that the place they're in is called Crandor, and and the caliph serves the Lord Tharn, and they want to buy yeah. the ship. And and we get the second use of the tank now. The the Doctor No tank is is there to round up escaped slaves. Yes. Yeah. Which, again, it, this is so childish. Um. So so he says. We'll, we'll buy the ship off you. But then immediately says that the payment is just in slightly up slave rations. Yes. What, why is that even in there? Why bother? If they'd have, like said, we'll pay for this, and then you've got a subplot where Villa's, oh, I will, I'm, yeah, I'll sell the ship. And then later on he says, ha-ha, but you don't get payment, you just get slightly better. That sort of would work, but yeah. it's immediately the next line. Yeah. So why even bother mentioning it? Mm, mm, no, it's not good, is it? Yeah, mm. it's just mad. And if you're if you're paying them, then why why even go to that pretense if you're just going to have them as slaves? Yeah, just take it. Yeah, well, is is the fan got a you know a, a moral compass or something? It just it, it feels like it's made up as they're going along in this one. It certainly does. Um, the caliph wants them to go with him, and Tarrant objects, yeah. and he gets a taste of the neuronic whip. Yes, which looks like a salt cellar. On, on a walking stick. Walking stick with a torch up it. It looks like one of those pepper things you get when you go to yeah, a fancy yeah. pizza restaurant and the, the waiter grinder, comes along yeah. with a pepper grinder. It is. It's a pepper grinder on a stick. Yes. Um, and it's apparently it can turn a man into a gibbering idiot. So why use it on Tarrant then? Yeah, how are you going to tell? Yeah. Maybe it'll make him sane. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they can keep their weapons as only the Tharn's technology works on this world. Yes, yeah, and other technology doesn't, even though Orlac does. Mm, mm. Uh, next, we've got the Caliph somehow magically appears, uh, like the shopkeeper in Mr. Ben, on the flight yeah. deck, um, questions t- Dana, and, and she's taken off. And in that prison cell, Callie talks of the Tharn. Tell us about the Tharn, Callie. It's the oldest story in the Book of Iron. Well, let's hear it. I like a good story myself. The story goes back to the mists of time, to the dawn of the gods. There were seven gods who discovered the planet Auron, and on it left the first man and woman. A million years went by. The gods returned. They were no older, even though a million years had passed. Not impossible, if they had a spaceship capable of travelling at near the speed of light. I did say it was just a legend. The gods returned and were pleased with what they saw. And they bestowed on the people of Aaron great gifts. New types of crops which ended hunger, constant peace. And telepathy. And telepathy was promised. But one of the gods was very jealous. He didn't believe that the people of Aaron deserved all this. He was frightened they would one day become so powerful 
they would challenge the supremacy of the gods themselves. And in his rage, he killed another god. The five remaining gods were so angry, they built a chariot for him and sent him beyond the threshold of space and time. The mad god swore a terrible vengeance. He said that he would return again. He said that he alone would discover the eternal secrets and become the one great master of the universe. He sounds the sort of character you should keep an eye on. Not go around banishing. On our on the name of Athan is a symbol of darkness and evil. To be fair, she's it's really good scene. She's really she is good selling it. Yeah, yeah. I don't um, like Villa's. Tell us about the Tharn, Kelly. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, very um, yeah, very Simpsons. That episode where they ask Grandpa to tell him a story. Mm. It just reminded me of that. Now, clearly, this this bit coming up is based on old von Dynaken's Chariot of the Gods. Yeah, I mean, the story is called Dawn of the Gods, and in a minute we find out the Tharn was banished on a chariot. But yeah, yes, the, yeah. This is this is the 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 yeah, like you say, von Dynaken, the uh, Swiss fraudster mm. hotel. Twat. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, I used to back in my sort of teenage years. Um, I used to believe all this sort of uh, bollocks. And von Daniken was huge, and you still meet you still meet like people that will get, will quote him or will say something. He's like still that, around so. as well. Where, he's still around. Yeah. yeah, he's still trying to embezzle. Money yeah, when I flick through the channels like trying to find something, and, and yeah. you'll be on on some obscure channel which is all about aliens coming and stuff like this. He's there still spouting it. Yeah, mm. and this was this was huge in the late seventies. Oh, he was a bestseller, wasn't he? Eighties, yeah. I mean, he he made a fortune. Um, but this is very much of the yeah. It's the 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 idea of of ancient gods because uh, ancient people were so stupid they couldn't have an imagination. Mm. Therefore, they what they saw must have been real. Therefore. How do you explain what they saw? Oh, it's aliens. It must be alien technology. It must be aliens. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's it's nonsense. Yeah. But but it it's sort of yeah. Everyone did this at the time, didn't they? Oh, yeah. All the shows this is totally this. totally based on it because Callie says that seven gods arrived yeah. on Auron, left the first yeah. man and woman, and then millions of years go by and they return unchanged. I don't know how millions of years later that you would know that they're unchanged because the people they, they had a photo of them. <laughs> photo of them. Yeah. And and Avon says, yeah, no, that's that that's not unplausible if they can travel faster than light. Yeah. And uh, and these these aliens gave them new crops and telepathy, but the Tharn didn't yeah. want them to have it as they could become a threat in the future. So he killed another god and was put in a chariot and banished. But he said yeah. he had returned for vengeance. Right? Yes. He's, he, so basically the, the aliens bickered amongst themselves and one of them was uh, shot off. Yeah, it's like the Auron's god's version of, of the devil. Right. Yes. This is yes. setting up this big, you know, uh, big <laughs> threat. What we get isn't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. But the the Dickens connection goes again because we've got great expectations of the fan, mm. and uh, we're let down horribly. Horribly, yes. Um, Callie's then taken off because she's going to go and see the Tharn. Uh Groff is is uh, is left with the others. Yes. And yeah. uh, they can't find Orac. Groff is especially anxious that you should cooperate. He is Crandor's senior technician and has many, many targets that must be met. 
There is a member of your crew we cannot find. Orak. Where is he? The neuronic whip is on an automatic setting. It has only to sense one line, it will boil your brains in your skull. Where is Orak? If he's not on the ship, I don't know where he is. How tall is he? A dwarf? We never think of him as one. What is the color of his hair? He hasn't got any. A bald dwarf shouldn't be too hard to find. I will instruct the slave masters to organize search parties. Yeah, this these are the only the only bits that I think show a little bit of of um, wittiness. It's clever when they're talking. Yeah, it's clever. Uh, it, but, but because yeah, this this pepper grinder on a on a on a walking yeah. stick is also a lie detector. Yes, it will make if you don't tell the truth, it will kill you. So if it's not killed you, no. you've told the truth. And it is yeah. quite clever because they say how tall is Orak, yeah. yeah. and Tarrant puts his hand yay high. And what colour is his hair? He hasn't got a. He hasn't got any hair, um, and so a bald dwarf can't be yeah. hard to find, you know? Which is ironic, considering that's what the farm is, isn't it? Mm. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, if Orak was uh, was given form, he would look like that, I think. Yes. Yeah. Perhaps Farm thought, hey, this is a, this this could be a, like a, a partner for me. Mm. You know? mm. This Groff, right? I mean, yes. in, in his, you know, croupier yeah. outfit. Um What's his accent? Is is that Welsh? Is it Dutch? Um, well, is it? Anna asked me that. She she said, um, "What accent is he doing?" And I said, "Well, I, I think the actor's Welsh, isn't he? I'm, I think because he's been in a few Doctor Who's and that. And oh, right. He usually plays a sort of Welshman, but it's, I wonder if it's like someone with a heavy Welsh accent trying to do another accent. Right. It's yeah, it's really weird. There's, it goes into a bit of South African. Yes, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, it is a bit odd. Yeah, a bit of Dutch. And it is odd because you know, with only a few exceptions, pretty much everybody in Blake Seven is, has got an English accent. Yeah, yeah, it's ev- everyone's BBC received pronunciation, aren't they? It's... Yeah, it's what I don't like about um, some of the voice choices in the big finishes is, is when you have Scottish or Irish accents. There's nothing wrong with that, of course, but it, no. it's, it just doesn't fit in with what we had over those 52 episodes. Yeah, you you sort of get used to the fact that 1970s, 1980s BBC was this neutral accent. Mm. Um, and yeah, it, it does. It's, it's a bit jarring when you hear realistic accents. Because mm, mm, we're just um, not used to it. Yeah, not used to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I lo- I do like the bit where Orak and Zena are, are talking and, and Orak says there's no point in us, you know, speaking. We'll communicate um, um, electronically. Yeah, that's lucky so that the guards can't hear. Yes, them, yeah. It? That's coming up. But before yeah. that, we've got this workplace that a- Avon and Tarrant are yeah. to. The first person we see is a guy in a brown boiler suit with a plastic face. Yeah, yeah. I don't know whether he's meant to be an alien, a robot, or what. Is he an Auton, do you think? He could be, yeah, he could be. It's weird, Again, isn't it's, it? It's, it's very cheap. I'll tell you what, that, I, don't know, I don't know where that mask came from, but, but the cheekbones and, and the heavy set chin and everything, he looks like the guy who was the, the, the farmer's assistant in Cat Weasel, and he was in The Power of Kroll. Do you know the guy I mean? Oh, the big yes, guy. I do know. He was, yeah, he was in Clash of the Titans. That's right, yeah, he was the, um, the, the bad guy in that. Caliban, yeah. Caliban. Uh, oh, Whatever his name is. His name will come to me shortly. Yeah, but yeah, I, it, it, it looks like a, it's a mask of him. 
You yes, know? it could. Yeah, it could be. Mm. It might have been, you know, a pull from something he was in. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, Avon and Tarrant are brought into work uh, because on their way, for some reason, between that cell and them arriving in this workplace, uh, Tarrant has been boasting about his knowledge of dynamic flux mathematics. Yes. In what yeah, scenario not... do you actually bring that up in conversation? If you're Tarrant, I imagine quite quite often. Mm. Um, it's like yeah, it's like he, he brings it up and he says, doesn't he, he say something like, "I studied it at the the Federation mm. Mm. training something," and then the, the 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 South African Welsh guy, so he, he gets quite excited, doesn't he? It's like ah, you were yeah the, yeah yeah, whatever it was. I like the way Tarrant says it was one of his best subjects at the Federation yes. Space Academy. Yeah. As he landing ships was yes. it? <laughs> as he puffs his chest out. We have a, yeah. a a tally that has been sadly neglected for quite a long time which is the give him a slap. Um, yep. this is a definite That's a, give definitely a, slap. a give him a slap, yeah. isn't it? Yes, yeah. I think so. I like in the background how Avon's smirking yeah. as he's boasting about how he knows all about maths. Yeah. Um, the guard uniforms in this room, I'm sure they're Doctor Who. I don't know if you recognize well, yeah, them. I, I actually wrote that down. Are these guards Doctor Who costumes? Um, they, they're so. If they're not, they're they're slightly disguised ones. I think mm. they're they're so generic looking. Mm. Um, the other thing I I sort of caught, but I I thought that's a bit. I don't know whether is this again a sort of terminationism, where Groff they say he comes from another galaxy, mm. and it's like what. No. I, galaxy what? no it's not another galaxy it's another yeah. star system yeah yeah because they they, that, 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 it, they say they? they're going to go there at the end and tell yeah. to tell his family you know no no again it, that 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 should have been caught uh, during yeah. the uh, I think so. scripting stage yes um the thon plans on become becoming master of the universe and all, yeah. and all these what's he going to do with it <laughs> it's like old Brian again isn't it um, yeah. and the workers will all have their own planets with him as some sort of overlord yeah mm, mm. doing what yeah what's he going to do once he's got this yeah yeah what is the ultimate goal yeah yeah um, and I sat down with yes the graphite writing stick and a piece of yep. paper to work out and computations and some some desk tidies. <laughs> Those desk tidies, you can still buy yeah, them. You can still buy them, yes. Yeah, if anyone wants a, a, a replica prop from Blake 7, that's the one to go yeah. for. i tell you what, Tarrant's got a good point here. He, he, he says, what's yeah. this to Groff? And Groff says, oh, I do, yeah, it's, I it's a do finger. Like that. And he yeah. says, that's better suited to pressing buttons than holding a stick. Why can't we yeah. use calculators or computers? Yeah, I do like that's a really good... Tarrant. Like I say, Tarrant, I don't mind Tarrant in this episode. If he was like this all the time, mm. but it's it's the fact that they're not writing him as Tarrant. No. They're writing him as just generic spaceman. Yeah. But yeah, I did like that. It made me smile with that. He's, he's, it's the way he does it. And it's not too... It's not too he's, smug he's, or yeah, annoying. He's not smug. Yeah. He's just... Yeah. Yeah. No, no, it's good. Um, and uh, it appears the Tharn won't allow any superior intelligence to his... Yeah, and and no one has seen him apart from the caliph. This is all very Wizard of Oz, isn't it? This is oh, Oz yeah, behind the curtain. The, yeah, behind the curtain, the big giant head. Yeah, it's it's just a mishmash of of perceived idea, sci-fi ideas, mm, isn't it? Yeah. But it's not it's not welded together particularly well. No, no. Groff comes from a planet. I think he says it's Z- Zaranar. It's hard to tell yeah, with that Zaranar, accent. Zaranar. Yeah, the subtitles or... had it spelt yeah. with an X. Oh, uh, right. I don't know if that's on your map. 
uh, that you've oh, got. I'll have to have a look. Yeah. I'll have a look for it. Yeah, yeah. It'll be in a different galaxy. Mm. Uh, it's a Federation planet specialising yeah. in building survey ships. I yeah. hate it. This is a Star Wars thing where if if, yeah. if someone's good at something, the whole race is good at it. Yes, yeah, the whole race is there just to do one thing. Yeah, Boba Fett's a Mandalorian, yeah. therefore all Mandalorians are bounty hunters. You yeah. know, it, oh, it's rubbish. It's rubbish. Mm. Yeah, so, yeah, it, that, this planet specializes in building survey ships. And yeah. uh, Tarrant says if Groff helps them, then they'll take him back to his planet. Yeah. And that's that. The next bit, on the flight deck, you've got two blokes in firefighter outfits and cheap lightsabers, and they're cutting up the controls. Weirdly. I mean, I mean not weirdly, because you can see why. But the, the, the consoles are so tatty. Mm-hmm. In, I mean, there's a, there's a shot earlier on where they're looking over it, and it's held together with uh, like tape. Yeah. It probably wouldn't have been duct tape, but like parcel tape, just sprayed over yeah. in that colour. And then these ones... You, the camera sort of pulls up and you can see they're not even on proper stands they're just on a table it's really weird it doesn't make much for them to fall apart does it no 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 no. but hooray uh the defense mechanisms yeah nice nice shout back to uh space four episode two the very second episode you had this didn't we and you know orac warns them you know i like the orac warns yes i did tell you yes yes yes. and i it's a bit odd that they both die in slow motion, don't they? And they fall to the yes. floor. Yep. And Orac says, fascinating. And yeah. Zen says, confirmed. So yeah. Zen is con- uh, agreeing with uh, Zen, uh, sorry, Orac, that his defense mechanism is fascinating. I thought that was yeah. quite nice. Yeah, it's nice that they, uh, they get on. <laughs> yeah, they do, don't they? Um, yeah. Cal is on a bearskin rug. Kelly, you came. I needed you, and you came. I've been alone with my plans for so long, Kelly. Plans to build a new universe. But no one to share them with until now. The universe, Kelly. And the great universal force that controls the universe is gravity, the orbit of the planets, the slow turn of the galaxies. I have built a machine that can generate gravity. When it's complete, it will be powerful enough to move planets and stars. He who controls gravity this set is is worse than the exterior switching the lights off i mean why has the thon got like flowered curtains mm, and a bearskin rug and a bearskin rug where's he got the bearskin rug from minimal minimal doesn't quite it? cover yeah. it does it Mi- yeah minimalistic isn't is an understatement no. on this one. And he's waffling away about gravity yeah. and how he's built a machine that makes it... Uh, uh, he, he can make gravity. And you've got these, like, three screens above her just showing random yeah. stock footage of, you know, nature, yeah. basically. Which, which I... I, some, I mean, I, I quite like a physical screen. So rather than CSO it in, they've got some TVs wheeled out. But the trouble is, the footage has got video editing mm. 
you know when you edit used to edit vhs yeah. and you would get that jump yeah. and this is the footage has all got that so so it's not only that the fan is showing these images on the television system to Callie, he's knocked them up in VHS. <laughs> it's, it's so cheap. Mm, it certainly is. Uh, but she denies him, and he starts moaning again about being so alone again. And he's so yeah. boring uh, that she goes well, back to sleep. Yeah. I don't blame her. He says, he says the word universe three times in one sentence. Mm, mm. He's so dull. He is dull. Um, and the caliph, and, which is a shame because he hasn't he hasn't got the looks to get over his dullness, has he? Yeah, he, he's a blank yeah. slate when we finally get yeah. to see him. Um, the caliph's not happy at this point either. You tell me what it is you have aboard your ship, otherwise you will be dead in three seconds. I don't know what you're talking about. Two men sent to smash the Liberator have been found dead. The Liberator? Was it Orac that killed them? I don't know. What manner of weapons does he have that can work while the energy isolators are switched on? We don't know. None of us knows what type of arms Orak has. He keeps himself to himself. I shall turn out every slave to search for him. He will be found and destroyed. And then it will be your turn. Two men have been killed. Um, yeah. And again, he thinks presumably by Orac. Yes, by Orac. And again, Tarrant, he, he, he's 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 mm. quite clever to evade the lie detector. Yeah. Um, to, to to get out of it, it's like well, if if Orac's not there, I don't know where he is, sort of thing. Um, and Groff is now more up for helping them. Now he knows that it's the Liberator. Yeah, he's like the Liberator. Mm. Yeah, you're invincible. Yeah, but then we've got Piffle from Avon because mm. uh, he says if they reverse gravity, the floor of the chamber will weaken and the Liberator will fall out. Why? Why? How do? Yeah. <laughs> well, the floor a disappears. Avon's a real poor showing in this episode, isn't he? He's not. If you're an Avon fan, this isn't the episode for you. No, 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 no. Um, and then Tharn wakes up Callie. Callie, wake up. Have you decided? Yes, Tharn. We will rule the universe together. But there's something troubling you. About your friends. They will come to no harm. No. Why should I care about them? You're using a field. I can sense you are. How can I be sure that I'm making the decision of my own free will? It's only the energy isolators, Kathy. They have no effect on your free will. I can't. If you want me to trust you, switch off the energy isolators, then I can find out for myself. It's too dangerous, Kathy. Then I will never be able to trust you. Very well. Lucy, your feelings are no different. Yeah. And she says she'll rule with and him. And the audience. And the audience. Yeah. She says she'll rule with him, um, but she can sense he's using a field. Yeah. Right? And to switch off the energy isolators so she can think for herself. Yeah, I like Callie. I mean, Callie's, again, 
she gets the best at this episode. Mm. Um, but the trouble is, the fan is too stupid for words, isn't mm. he? Who's who's going to fall for this? Well, he did. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. So he turns them off, okay, and yeah. and then she shoots, but we don't know at what. Yeah. She just shoots at his curtains. At his curtains, she, I suppose. Yeah, she ruins his flowered curtains. Yeah, alarms go off. Um, the guards are gunned down by Tarrant and Avon, and Groff says to get going. He'll cover for them, but tell my family all about me. Okay. Yeah. Yes. They're not going to, are they? They're not going to bother. No. I, they say they are, hmm. but they're not. I said, I said earlier we haven't mentioned the uh, give him a slap tally for quite a long time. Yeah. Another thing we haven't mentioned for a long time is the big red button. Yes. Yep. This has got the the Krell self-destruct lever just in the middle of the floor. Yep. yep. Uh, who? I mean, can you think of any anything anything you use or anything you buy or anything that exists at the moment that has a self-destruct mechanism built in the only two things that i can think of and and both of them are to aid you is your emergency light button in your car you press that to make yep. emergency lights come off come on it doesn't blow your it car doesn't blow up, your car up and the emergency gas shut off valve in boiler rooms and things like that that's a big red yeah. button but that's yeah, in that's case there's an emergency button. and you want to stop something not blow it yeah. up yeah you, you generally don't get self-destructive but in, in sci-fi Every bloody ship, every vehicle, every planet, everything, fridges, everything <laughs> has a self-destruct button. And maybe in the future it will, but right now, right now no. Um, which race, which planetary race do you think built the self-destruct buttons? What, and everybody else has, like, you know, and, purchased yeah. them from him? Yeah, they've gone, oh, that's a good idea, we'll put that on. Oh, it, oh, oh it's shocking. At least there's a guard, there's that, like, guard thing which yes. has to come back to yeah. stop it being nudged by accident or you leaning on yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I'll get, yeah, I'll give you that. It's at least got a slight safety feature. Yes, yes. Um, Avon and Tarrant, they rescue Dana and Villa, uh, and, and yeah. they say, what about Callie? And Avon says, we'll have to leave without her. I can believe that. that, that that's, that's Avon saying, we've got to get out of here, and, yeah. you know, it's her or us. I, yeah, I, I can in believe which that. Case, it's always going to be Avon, and he's Avon or anything. It's always going to be Avon. Mm -hmm. The Tharn is deeply irritating, okay, because he's yes. just like a, a, a whining whinge bag, and here he is really moaning. Oh, you've hurt me, Callie. Why? Yeah. And it's, oh, and please to stay away from this like screen that he's hidden behind. Yeah, don't pull back the curtain. But she yep. does, and there he is. Kelly, you've hurt me. Why? No, Kelly! Stay away, I beg you. You mustn't see me. I have to see you if I am to kill you. Yeah. Um, and it's, <laughs> Hilariously bad. it's little Marcus Powell. Okay, yeah, sat on a green metal chair um, <laughs> with a very Star Trek. Is it the menagerie where you've got those aliens with the big veined heads? The one with Cap it. Captain yep. Pike. Yep. Yeah, yes. he looks like one of those, doesn't he? He does. Yeah, but without the budget. Thalo he's just like he looks like he's uh, Talosians. That's it. Yeah, um, he looks like that when Callis pulled aside. He's actually he look facially. He looks like he's been discovered sat on the toilet. Mm. Doesn't he? Mm. It's like no, right. He just looks embarrassed as he should. Yeah, do. little Marcus Powell. Um, yeah, I, I've got a feeling um, we'll be talking about you know his genre tally and 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 his career soon. Um, I can't think of any of the things that you know, is on that list where he actually spoke. Basically, yeah. he's a small what extra. If he, had, 
Well, if he had a broad accent. Or I, I don't think they hired him for his acting, mm. did they? No. No. Um, mm. um, he says he's conquered time, but the price has been high. Yes. So I don't know what he's on about. Losing your acting ability, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. and your hair. Yeah. And that's it. You see him you, just for these few seconds. Yeah. Um, and then the next thing, Callie has caught up with the others. So you don't know what Callie yeah. does. I mean, in a minute, she says something. But right now, we, she just sees him. And the next time you see her, she's caught up with the others. And as I like, as, to, I like to think she just pointed at him and laughed. Went, ah, could be. Could be. Uh, maybe she nicked some of his... Uh, Dickens books. Yeah, uh, yeah she said I'm running that. And you could. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she, yeah, she catches up with the, uh, the others as they're going up that ladder. Yeah. Yeah, well, it, she catches up because Villa has decided to stop and look at the. <sighs> oh, I the forgot Doctor about that bit. Tank, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, for no apparent reason. Because they, they, it's only Villa seems to be hypnotized mm, by this bloody The thing. beautiful lights. Um, the beautiful lights. So presumably, if he, if he wandered past the Maplin shop window <laughs> with the disco lights on, he's just gonna, he's gonna be there forever. Well, any he? Christmas display. Uh, yeah, oh, he's had yeah, it. Yeah, you yeah, go yeah. to Macy's at Christmas, he's never gonna leave. <laughs> um, yeah, so she rescues him and then they all climb up a rickety ladder. Shocking. Shocking. This did work yeah. better on audio. It really did. Yeah. Uh, I'd forgotten all this until uh, until it came out did on that video. Was a yeah. Bigger oh, shock. Dear. Yeah. yeah. Uh, again, shocking. Shocking uh, effects of the Liberator escaping. Um, yeah. And and Zed, Zen says he detects a small spacecraft also leaving. We don't see it because they haven't got yes. the budget to no. make one they and film one. They haven't even got a pee bulb. Yeah. And Callie says it must be the Tharn and that she should have yeah. killed him. Weirdly, that they they're obviously setting him up to be a recurring villain. Yes. Do you, do oh, you think but, if he was a recurring villain, you could say that he was a Tharn in their side? Oh. That's not bad, is it? I thought of that that's earlier. That's not bad. I'll let, I yeah, thought of that I'll earlier. That. I, was, I, was, I was hoping I could say that before you thought about it. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, one. Tharn in their side. Oh. Yes, yes. And, but she also says that she never saw him. I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It would because perhaps. She she thought if I say I've seen him, Villa will say what did he look like. I'm then going to have to describe him, and I shall wet myself laughing. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see him. Didn't yeah, see him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Avon, yes, he reckons they've just made a new enemy. Um, yeah, maybe if he had been a bit more convincing, he might have been someone to come back and and threaten them a couple of times. Well, he could have been like a three master and four. Type. Yeah, yeah, a master figure. You know, a genius, psychic genius. Remember. No, he's a little old man sat on a potty. He is. Not, he's on a commode. You know, he's on a commode. That that's not a great villain making. Uh, no, is it? no. Uh, Groff is killed by the caliph, uh, but destroys Crandor yeah, in the world's most unconvincing fight. Yeah, and it's an unconvincing death of a world as well. Yes. Well, it's it's actually the Liberator. It is. Up, it it? is. You can see the Liberator gun yeah. cards. Well, actually, it's it's DSV one. one yes. Right, yeah. 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 And Tarrant sets course for Zaranar, as yeah. uh, Avon reckons they've just made a new enemy. Oh yes, he says it there. Zaranar. We promised to take a message there, didn't we? I suppose we owe Groff that much. I'd say so. So the Lord Tharn escaped. I suspect we have made another enemy. A pity. A pity? A pity? It is intolerable. There is insufficient room in the galaxy for his intellect and mine. Oh, I don't know. He did have one redeeming feature. He didn't like computers. Course for Zarada, lead in. I want to see, as a cutscene, 
them telling uh, Gruff's widow of his fate. <laughs> I, I would pay to see that. Yeah. That would be hilarious. Yeah. No, I, Especially Tarrant. I was going to say, who, who would be best to say it? Yeah. 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 Um, and the story ends with Orak boasting that there's not enough room in the galaxy for both their intellects. Yeah. And then Tarrant ends it with the crap line of the Tharn's redeeming feature is that he didn't like computers. Yeah. All we needed was that fake laughing from the crew to uh, make that, that worse. That would have, that would have, that would have, um, that would have been a, a crowning glory, wouldn't mm. it? If they'd have all laughed at Talent's mm. joke and then said, "Let's get back to the game." Oh, hmm, hmm, hmm. Variable. This story, I think, variable. Yeah. Okay, right. Uh, let's talk behind the scenes. Okay, uh, throughout the original script, Tarrant is referred as the captain. So yeah. this is why it's you, yeah, yeah, this is why you've got at the beginning him taking command, ordering them to their positions. You know when the ship starts, you know gaining speed. It explains the whole one day I'm going to have to kill you line to yeah. Avon. You know, and uh, Dana's part was originally for Jenna. Oh, right. mm, mm. Um, I don't, I don't know what that says about how far Jenna's character had slipped. So that this nonsense was written yeah here. yeah um when they filmed this story they also filmed at the same time all the liberator corridor and escape capsule scenes for aftermath and power play they were all done in oh, that okay. same block of filming okay so is this quite an early one filmed or um yeah must have been must have been yeah. yes yes um before we get onto the genre tally and talking about old marcus right i've come up with a new feature oh and that? it's called how old? Now, this new fe- feature, I don't, I don't know whether we're going to continue it or not, because I thought of this new feature, right? And I got so depressed yeah. by it, I don't know whether we're going to continue, all right? Okay. So, this morning, I was listening uh, back to our Vargas episode, okay? Yeah. And, and how we were saying how we're older now than our parents were back yes. then, and uh, and how I'm the same age as William Hartnell was when he started on Doctor Who, okay? Yeah. So I thought it might be an idea, initially, until I can't come out with the results, I thought it might be an idea of making a note of how much older or younger our focus character is to how we are now. Okay. Interesting, okay? And... This is this is starting to worry me. It is. I hope it worries and depresses you. I don't think we're going to go much further with this, right? So I thought we would recap the recap the last two weeks, right? So yep. Vargas, old Brian, blessed. Oh Brian, right. yeah. Do you reckon he was older or younger than us when he? I reckon he was younger than us when he did. Uh, Vargas. He was younger. He, yeah, he still looks pretty good. Yeah. Do you want to know by how much? I would I would say would would have been about forty eight something like that. He was forty one. Forty one. Yeah, wow. which makes me fifteen years older than Vargas, and it makes wow. makes you nine years. Yeah, he's nine years oh younger than you are now. Vargas was. That's shocking. That's shocking. Yeah. Right. Next person we spoke about was Carnell. Was he older or younger than we are now? Oh, I would say he was younger. I would say he was late. 20s early 30s not far off he was 35 yeah which makes him 21 years younger than i am now and 15 years younger than you see that it worries me that that were we that way inclined and we wanted to date him 
nothing else apart, it would still look. When weird you say you want to date him, what do you mean by you want to date? As him? in, as in, go out on a date with him, <laughs> not not like carbon date him. I don't want exact proof. I'll take your word that you said he's thirty-five. Um, but yeah, we 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 would now be out of his league age-wise. <laughs> yeah, we would. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear, he would be a toy boy. Yeah. Who in Blake Seven would we would we? be in the right age range well that's why that that is the one incentive to keep this how old feature going okay but this is the depressing one marcus powell here the tharn right who look i must admit looks about seven is he older or younger than us uh he's got to be older no he's younger than us Oh my God! He had a hard life. What's going on? <laughs> I know he's got a false head on, but come on. Yeah, yeah. Marcus Powell, when he made this, was only forty-seven. Wow. So he, the Tharn, is nine years younger than me and three years younger than you. That's great. That's Sad, what depressed it? me, and that's what made me think uh, maybe we shouldn't do any more of these, <laughs> especially yeah, with next week's. To, um, is it? Yeah. Oh God, I feel old. Yeah. Is he any relation to uh, Eddie Powell? Or... I, I didn't see any mention of it. Mm. Uh, no, no. So, uh, hmm. Yeah, Marcus Powell then. Marcus Powell. Uh, yeah. yeah, drop that yeah, feature. Yeah. That's a feature. <laughs> I thought, oh, that's an idea. And then I realised, yeah. I, I, I would just look out for anybody that might be older than us. I think perhaps perhaps you could bring that back when we do uh, Quater Mass in character. Right. We might have a hope, a standard, a hell, hope in hell's chance of being younger. Yes, indeed, than indeed. Cast. Or um, uh, Last of the sim- Summer Wine in character. We've yeah. got more of a chance. It's, yeah, there. It's, when, it's when you're doing that and we're still old yeah. and foggy. <laughs> right, Marcus Powell. Uh, he first appeared with dwarf troops and circuses. Um, I think a lot of mm-hmm. uh, smaller people, that's how they started off in showbiz. I mean, you know, uh, Kenny yeah. Baker uh, started in that, uh, didn't he? And well, other what? Yeah, what? I mean, what in that day and age, what was, la- what was mm-hmm. open for mm-hmm. him? Not no. Acting wise. Um, and what was his name? David something. Rappaport, didn't he? he David yeah, Rappaport, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he started off like that as well. Um, yeah, but he later moved into acting and um, and started appearing in films from the 50s onwards. And his first film appearance was being in Stuart Granger's Bo Brummel. That was okay. his... F- Is that a euphemism? <laughs> I know he's small, but I don't think he's that small. <laughs> uh, right, genre tally. Okay, genre right. tally. He's got a genre tally of 13. And That's it's not bad. bad. It's and I've got a feeling none of these were speaking parts. No, he was man in. Street, he might be making noises in one of them, yeah. but uh, oh, right. right. So good. his very first genre appearance was Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Can, um, oh, Umpa? how did you guess? <laughs> well, he might have been. He uh, might have been a, a stunt man for the, you know, for the kids. Mm. But yeah, let's face it, he's going to be an umpa. Indeed. Umpa. Yes. Yeah. Uh, his next one was uh, Star Wars, the first Star Wars. Jawa. Uh, no, the Star Wars: A New oh. Hope. Ugnaught. No, no, the oh, very first Star Wars. Uh, Star Wars, Let's have a look. Was he in a droid? No, no, no. He he is very briefly seen in the cantina scene. Oh, is he the little rat? No, no, no. He's thing. not in a costume. He's actually as himself. Oh, right. I'll put his photo on Facebook. Oh. He's wearing a. It's almost, almost uh, a a mini Han Solo outfit. He's got a little yeah. waistcoat on and everything, and he, he he's like a human, albeit quite small, in the cantina. And you know the yeah. the EU's given him the name of Rikar Rudyard. Okay. And what did he develop that was amazingly? I haven't bothered looking. Know, 
he's going to have done something, and he probably he probably sourced the bloody voodoo hide that Darth Vader yeah, polished his yeah. helmet with. So he's very very quickly brief briefly seen in uh, in A New Hope in the cantina, but he has a bigger role in the Star Wars Holiday Special. Oh, was he lumpy? No, he was Rikar Ridjard again, but there was... What? Oh, yeah, there was a... Oh, yeah, there was a a song and dance. No, 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 it was a deleted scene. There there, there was a deleted scene from the proper Star Wars. They they bunged a lot of deleted scenes back in for the holiday special. So that's two people, because Leslie Schofield... He was was in the holiday special. He was in a deleted scene in the holiday special. Yeah, Yeah. in this one, um, old Marcus, he's he's going down one of the docking bay alleyways, and I think it's that big, long-legged creature walks in front of him, and he stops and looks amazed. Oh, right, yeah. Um, Oh, and look, yeah, I've I've seen that clip somewhere. mm. I would say I'd go and watch the holiday special again, but let's face it, Mm. no. Mm. Um, So, yeah, he's actually appeared in Star Wars A New Hope twice, if you, you, well, Star Wars and then Star Wars Holiday Special. Which is more than Mm. we have. He was next in the, uh, the film version of The Wombles. Uh, called Probably. Wombling Free, you know, the one Lionel Jeffries uh, directed. Yes. Uh, Ked? That's a weird thing you couldn't explain to kids yeah. these days, isn't it? How big the Wombles yeah. are. Can you, would you like to take a stab at who he played? Would he have played Orinoco? You are right. He did play Orinoco, yeah. yes. Uh, the next thing he was in was Blake Seven, because he's been in Blake Seven twice. Okay. Oh, yeah. The, well, oh, yeah, I, yeah. I think you you did mention this to me. It was the um, I was going to say an ugnot. No, was he? He a was a decimer, and I think maybe yes. he did make a noise there. He might have been making some squeaky yeah. noises when he was doing that. Uh, the next, well, they did chafe, didn't they? they did. <laughs> yes. Uh, the next thing uh, was Doctor Who: Destiny of the Daleks. Uh, he would have been one of those slaves, those slave prisoners, oh, yeah. you know, in the in the quarry cave thing there. Do you know, what? there's there's a whole episode we could do on uh, the costumes those slaves mm, wear. Mm, oh yeah, we should do that. Yeah. Uh, next was here. He was the Tharn. Next after that, yeah. we said about David Rappaport. He was in Time Bandits. He, he oh, was right. one of the guys in Time Bandits called Horseflesh. Which, Horseflesh. Ah, oh, didn't he? He he. What? Now he, he died. Wasn't didn't he? In it, was he? Yeah. He he died, and they were constantly on him because he was the original leader of the gang. That's so the he one. might only appear in a photo or mm. something. I don't think he actually appears in the on film, does he? I, I haven't watched so. Time Bandits yeah. since the video age. Um, yeah, oh, such a good. Yeah, film. it's one I've never really had a hankering to. Oh, I've got to get that on DVD. Oh, I've got to get hey, on Blu-ray. I bet it hasn't aged well. Mm. I bet it hasn't. A, a, a lot of Terry Gilliam stuff. I like it at the time, and then I go back to mm, it, yeah. and it's like this isn't as good as I remember. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I like Brazil. I do like Brazil, but it's not the be all end all classic that a lot some of people some people um, yeah. you, you know slavishly follow it. I, I, I yeah. personally, I don't oh, get yeah. it. I don't get it. I think it's it's a it's a it's a one joke film, yeah. and it's it's quite you know it's worth watching. But yeah, I don't think it's the classic no, that no. everyone. Seems to no. think it is. Uh, the next thing was he was in the tripods. Uh, somebody called uh, somebody oh. called Cook. Cook was that his name or was that his occupation? No. Um, I, I again, I've not seen the tripod since it was shown. No, no, nor have I. I. Um, it's one of the things. Yeah, it's one of those things I, I I meant to revisit, but then I didn't really like it that much when it was first on, so it's almost mm. pointless. Same as Star Cops. Never, no, I've never never, never had anchoring for that either. Um, yeah. The next thing is something called Nemo. 
I'm I'm assuming it's Captain Nemo rather than the fish. Fish, yeah. Oh, pummy. Uh, where he played someone called Grunwald. Then he was in something called Rejuvenator. No. Oh, there was a, 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 a can't possibly. There was a a terrible RoboCop ripoff VHS that was called Rejuvenator. Oh, it might be that. Oh, it could be because it? the next two, the last two, they they, they 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 don't sound English. They sound more like cheapo American things. Uh, Escape yeah. from Safe Haven, yeah. and then Metamorphosis, the Alien Factor. They do sound like they sound like. To- Straight to video American ones, don't they? Yeah, we do. Yeah, so that leaves him, as I say, genre tally of 13, who tally of one, uh, Star Wars tally of two. Okay, that's not bad. I think more than Mm. we've done. Right, next thing, uh, was it worth it? Um, no, no, I don't think nothing at all. Nothing was achieved, Tharn would have stayed the other side of the black hole. A good game of Space Monopoly was interesting. It was. That's about yeah. it. So for Villa, it was worth it, because he, he didn't have to come out and face uh, Avon's gunship. Yeah. So it's a no, then. Shall we say no? It's a no. It's a definite All no. Right. Uh, also, I think this is one of the rare times where um, it's probably not worth it for the viewer. Either. No. <laughs> Don't bother. Skip it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but if you do skip it, you Actually, get to no, Harvest of Kairos. Good... <laughs> That's true. I'll go. You've got Watch Jarvik. it twice. Um, yeah. It's actually... I. I'd watch it. I mean, I'd watch it because it's got really good Cali stuff mm. in it, um, and the story's all right. We've been we've been running it down, but it's it's really watch it with the screen yes. off. Listen yeah. to it. Poke your eyes out before yeah, you watch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so that's that. We're, we're we're almost at the end, but before we go, oh, excuse me, that's my uh, that's my phone. I have my phone in my hand right now, and you know why, don't you? I do. Yes, yes. because the I three do. weeks are up. The three week uh, window of um, uh, putting in your suggestions for a Blake Seven reboot is over. We said it will. Yeah, if you if you were putting it off to do it, you've bad. Luck. Yeah, bad luck. Yes, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. The, all the entries are in, as they say, yep. and they're actually in my helmet right now. My 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 trooper yeah. helmet on the floor. So uh, I'm, I'm going to. Is the cat? Still no, the it? cat. I sort of sniffed it and went away. Mm. Um, sniffed your helmet and legged it. There's another phrase I didn't think yeah. I'd be hearing today. So I'm going to do a live drawing of the winner. Okay. Um, as I say, all the entries are in the helmet, and I thought just uh, to uh, take any uh, like hint of fixing or anything like that off, uh, I'm doing a, a live uh, draw, and I'm actually going to video it. Um, and then Very and put that on Facebook Very as well. Sensible. All right. So yeah, we had some good entries. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Once, nice w- once we've picked the uh, the winner, um, I've written down on on my pad here all their uh, selections, their choices. You're and, more organised than I am. Well, I, what do you mean? You're the one who reminded me just before we we're about to uh, record today that it's the prize draw. I'd completely forgotten. Yeah, but if. if if it was left to me, I'd have four blank bits of paper. Oh, oh no, but it? I did that about a week ago. I did that about a week ago. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Right, are we ready? So, hang on, let me turn my phone on. Right, let me just get down. Right, I am... Oh, is that... Vid- I can hear your cat. You know, she's purring, she's very yeah. happy. All right, there we go. So, I have a shot of uh, my helmet on the carpet. On the Actually, this... The way I've cropped this photo looks not unlike the bearskin <laughs> rug that Callie was just oh, lying on. There That's quite go. incredible. That's so yeah. I'm, 
I'm having a have a route around and I've got one and I've got one and I'm opening it up and it is I'm just holding it to the camera Jason Southgate right well, well done, done Jason. Jason and just to prove that it's not all full of Jason Southgates there's old Sally Garner okay and the others are still in there as well okay so Jason it's you all right just turn my phone off well done. hopefully you don't live too far away otherwise you'll back I have <laughs> I have thought about this, and, and Megan out there, if you're listening, Megan, yeah. it's like, oh, bloody hell, if it's Megan, I've got to send it to Australia. <laughs> but, you know, I, I don't mind that. We would still have oh, done it. Of course it. I we would. would have of still course done I would. It. Right. Yeah. So, Jason Southgate, you are the winner. So, let me have a look. Here are his suggestions. All right. Any relation to Gareth? So, what do we think of these? For Blake, Jason has got, uh, he's doing a U. He's got two, he's got two options. Right. Uh, Luke man. Evans. Or Michael Sheen? If you had to choose between those uh, two, which yes. would you go for? I'd go for Michael Sheen, I think. Although I do like Luke Evans. He's, um, yeah, he's done a few I'll go Luke things. Evans because Michael Sheen, I yeah. just want to give him a slap every time. There's just something about Michael Sheen. He'd be Sheen. good talent, yeah, wouldn't yeah. he? Michael Sheen would be yeah, good talent. Yeah, because he's got slapability. Oh, I didn't think about him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because he has got slapability. He has, yeah. He's got definite slapability. Right. For Avon. Hooray, he's agreed with me. Benedict. Good old Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Budget, yeah. Now, some of these people I don't know, okay, scanning right. down it, because I'm, I'm not up with... Are they, are they younger than us? Yes. <laughs> are they younger than William There is William the Hart, fact that I, I, I'm, the, I'm the same age as the granddad Doctor Who, and also I don't yeah. watch modern TV and I don't watch an awful lot of films these days. Uh, it, it drives my wife up the wall that, oh, don't you know who which such is, and such which is? is? Yeah, it's strange that you do a, a podcast on um, reviewing special effects in films. You don't watch it. Yeah, but it's about the special effects and not the person, you see. That's yeah. true, yeah. So true. Uh, this isn't a name that uh, I'm, I'm familiar with for Villa. Ben Wishaw? Uh, doesn't ring ben a bell. Ben Wishaw. Um, how's it spelled? Let's go and have a look. B-E-N. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. W-H-I. <laughs> S H A W. Why does that ring bell? Is he? I uh... know oh, it's not who I think. So uh, he's a he's an English actor born in two thousand and four. What's, what's what? he famous? Two thousand. See, he's a whippersnapper. How am I supposed to know somebody oh, born in two thousand and four? Did you? Are you hearing this? Alex, shut up, Alexa. Alexa's telling me how old someone would be if they were born in 2004. <laughs> Alexa has no, has no, uh, has no thing for my adding up ability. Probably right. Let's go and have a look at his uh, internet movie database thing. So he, well, he's been reclaimed by many critics as one of the greatest actors of his generation. Oh. Um, he's been likened to Hugh Grant. What? <laughs> and Marlon Brando. There we go. He's known for Mary Poppins. What, the new Mary Poppins, obviously. Yeah. New one, yeah. Cloud Atlas, Paddington. Oh, he was Q. Oh, the Q guy. Oh, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's little Q. All right. Okay, yeah, he's a good actor. Yeah, no, 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 he's good in that role. Yes. He's young, but we'll forgive him. Mm. Okay, for For Jenna, we've got uh, Numi Rapace. Is that how you say it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I I got a bit of a crush on Numi Rapace. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, she's very good. For Callie. She was in Prometheus. She was, yes. Uh, for Callie, uh, he's gone. He's got two choices: Rose Leslie. Doesn't no, neither for me. And Eva Green. And Rosie Lee. Eva Green. I do like mm-hmm. Eva Green. Let's look at Rose Leslie. 
L E S L E S L I E. Rose Leslie. Rose Leslie. Oh, she was in Game of Thrones. She was um oh, I think it's the same woman, it certainly looks like her. She was the one that was the wildling that um had it away with Jon Snow. Yes. Alright. You don't watch Game of Thrones. Uh, I, I, we've only just started on season two, so we've got a bit of catching she up. She was Igret, Igret, Igret. There's no Igret. Like she was in. Yeah. Um, hey. Those two, which you, would you prefer in the role um, of Callie, either her or Eva Green? I, I'd probably go with Eva right. Green. Okay. I, yeah, she's she's a good actor. Right for Gan, uh, Christian Nan or Nan. Is that that's not Hodor? I don't know. Christian with a K. Oh. So he's, he's already lost me. He's got a bit... Unless he's foreign, he's lost <laughs> me. Christian... What was his surname? Nairn or Nan. N- Nairn. Oh, he's, 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 top, he's top of Google. Uh, Hodor. Yeah. Hodor from Game of Thrones. Right. Yeah. Very good okay. choice. All right. Uh, I think you'll agree with the next one. Uh, you being a fan. For Orac, he's got Colin Baker. Brilliant. Yeah. Sensible, sensible policies for a bit. Yeah. Of yep. <laughs> for Zen, he's got Ian McKellen. Yes, yeah, yeah. Very for good. Travis, I can see this. Uh, Mark Strong. Yes, yeah, I do like Mark Strong. Good actor. This is a good mm. cast. S- we can't afford it. Serverland <laughs> Tilda Swinton. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. She's yeah. She's she always strikes me as a bit um, a bit uh, pleasant and nice. She doesn't seem to have an air of. Of menace. So she could turn on the charm then. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, For Sulin, he's got Natalie Dormer. Yes, Game of Thrones again. She was uh, Marjorie. Oh, Jason's a bit of a Game of Uh, Thrones fan then. Yeah, I think he's. um, I think he's got to Game of Thrones on on Google while searching actors and thought a tea's ready in a minute. I'll just list the Mm. cast. Mm. But there's nothing wrong with that. Good, good, good cast. Game. Uh, Tarrant Rafe Spall or Spall. Um, presumably some Timothy Spall's Timothy Spall's son, son is oh, my wife's saying yes yeah. Rafe yeah, Spall I don't know what he looks like have you, your wife's of course a lot younger is he slappable have seen. you got an image of Rafe, uh, Rafe Spall oh he doesn't does he look slappable and can you see him with a perm he was he was one of the detectives in Hot Fuzz oh was he hmm. alright okay and uh, last one, Dana, uh, Naomi Harris. Uh, I'll have to look her up as well. well. I don't know. <laughs> My wife's despairing here. Oh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, what, the witch woman? Oh, oh yes. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, she was very good. Yeah, no, she, she, she was excellent in yeah. that. She was yeah. creepy. Yes. Okay. Go yeah, on. I think that's yeah. a good cast. So, so well done, Jason. Um, if you can, when you get this, um, when this is out, um, we, we'll uh, PM each other, and you can give me your details, and I'll get that off to you. All right. Yes, a photocopy of a teleport bracelet. That was what was agreed, wasn't it? <laughs> that was it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. On a postcard. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, that's it. That's uh, today's uh, episode over. So um, next time, things are going to be taking a bit of a darker turn as we're going to go and visit Igorian, aren't we? Yes, yeah. I'm looking forward to that one. I've not seen it in a while, but I remember it being quite good. I'm, no, I'm, if a bit I'm, I'm reserving all comments on that until um, next week. Oh, all right. Ooh, okay, so thank you, everybody. And again, well done again to Jason. And uh, yes, well done, yeah, Jason. And uh, speak to you next week. Bye bye.
No problem. Bye. Thanks, Bye.